Well, hey there, friend. I'm so excited you've decided to join me again today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. So as you know, I work with hundreds of boutique owners and inventory-based businesses around the country. And I love nothing better than to tell their success story to you right alongside them. And that's what we're gonna hear today. So today on the podcast, I'm gonna be interviewing one of my coaching clients. I not only have one-on-one coaching clients, I have coaching clients that participate in the Boutique Workshop membership, as well as my Mastermind Accelerator group. And today you're gonna hear from one of those boutique business owners. So sit back, relax, enjoy this conversation. And if you'd love to work with me, make sure to reach out to me using the email that you can find in the show notes. As always, I want to invite you to come on over and join us as together we learn and grow in the Boutique Collective. Now, let's enjoy today's conversation. Hey everyone, I'm here live today chatting with Megan, one of the boutique owners that's part of the Boutique Workshop membership, and I've known Megan in and around the boutique circle for a while. She's kind of been hanging out with us mm-hmm. <laughs> over in the boutique workshop and the boutique collective and all things, all things boutique land. But she has been gracious enough to give us a little bit of her time today just to talk about what it's like to actually own a boutique. Because I know there's a lot of gals that listen to the podcast that are thinking about owning a boutique. Right. Or maybe, you know, I have a lot of gals that follow too that own a boutique and they're a sole owner like you kind of in it by yourself. It can get a little lonely and discouraging sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we're just going to talk to Megan today about what boutique ownership looks like and all all things boutique land. So thanks, Megan, for taking a few minutes to chat. Of course. I'm excited. Excited Yes. Awesome. All right. I wish everybody could see us because I'm in my element, my office where I do all of my lives and you're sitting in front of a rack of clothes, um, <laughs> but there's no visual on the podcast. Maybe one day I'll do YouTube. We'll see if, if Emily coerces me into adding something else. <laughs> oh my goodness. But tell me your story. How did you get into selling stuff? Like how did that all start? Um, so I grew up in a small town that had a really cute, um, downtown area. And I remember as a little girl walking into the boutiques down there and just like looking at all of them and also just watching like the owners and just thinking like, man, I want to own one of these. Like just, I just remember like thinking like, this is the dream to like be able to like dress up in cute clothes and have all these like fun things around you all day long. And that's like your that's where you work, you know? Um, so I have also, my dad was in retail for 20 years. Um, and so I, I remember him, you know, teaching me small things. And even now, like he actually was talking to me the other day and I started talking to him about, um, my turn on items and he was like totally speaking my lingo, you know, and it was kind of funny. Um, but it's always kind of been a part of my life. Um, I would say that I've always been drawn to, entrepreneurial kind of stuff just as far as like trying to always um be thinking of like how can I make side money you know money on the side and be doing my business and so um I started when we lived well I started my original boutique when I you know I've rebranded since then but my original boutique the idea came from um our school at the time my my husband coached at Texas A&M and we went 
through a change where we joined the SEC. And I saw girls starting to dress up a lot more for football games. But there was not a place for them to get cute game day wear that didn't have like a logo on it. So the idea was like, okay, I'm going to bring in maroon options and they can wear it to the game, but then also wear it to date night or to work or whatever. Um, and so we, you know, and we don't have to worry about all the copy infringement laws and all that stuff. Um, and so that's how my original boutique started. And it was called Sideline Sass. And so I ran that for about six years. Um, and that process had my two girls um, and my husband started traveling a lot for work. And so I ended up closing. And just to be frank, I don't think that... I think I was doing it more passively, like as a hobby, um, just to kind of clothe my friend, like clothe my friends and kind of, you know, have something that I like to do, but it wasn't like I'm running it now. Um, I feel like it's a totally different Megan that's running it now. Um, but I, my husband is a coach. And so we went through a time period two summers ago where he got fired. And in our line of work, that is very much a normal thing. Coaches get hired, coaches get fired. But I have never once, Sierra, wanted to own my store more than when he was in limbo. And I was like, okay, God, like, what, like, I want to help, but I have these two, I have two girls, you know, four and two. And um, so I remember going to him and saying, I really think that this is where I want to be. I want to reopen. I want to rebrand. And he's always been so good about just like, go for it. You know, like, I know you love it. Um, And there's just also an aspect of community because I do all social selling that I really missed. Like, sure. Those are my girls, you know, and, and the beauty of it is because we move around so much in his job, I can kind of pick up my people and still keep in touch with them and yeah. then move them to the next town. And they just, they just know like, you know, Megan's, you know, I'm probably going to have to have like a giant sale. We move, then we re, you know, we just start all over from whatever state, you know, that we moved to. Um, yeah. But I really, really miss that sense of community. Like my customers really do mean a lot to me. And that was, I think, what kind of drew me back into this sphere. Um, And so now I will say like, but I I will guarantee you like it'll come up again, but um, the boutique workshop has just like changed the way that I view my business, but also like, I feel like it's now a business. It's not a like hobby, you know, I'm out of that sphere and I'm in like CEO kind of like mentality of like, Okay, let's look at the numbers. Let's look at why we do this, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I love what you said. Like, it's a completely different Megan. <laughs> I yeah. love that. That was like so cute than what you were when you did the first, which was great in its time, but yeah. now you've moved on and your business has a different purpose for you now. Right, exactly. And I feel like I kind of, I'm just like more confident in who I am and what I want my brand to be. I think that was something that I, you know, it, it was more than just game day wear even back then, but I think I knew hitting the ground running, like I want this to be for the busy, you know, e- either working mom or working woman that doesn't have time, but yet wants that community aspect. 
Like they want to feel a part of it and get cute clothes, you know? So yeah. um, I think I've kind of honed in on, okay, this is where, this is my road, you know? Um, so it's, it's super fun. It's really I love fun. that. Um, so tell, that kind of leads into the next question. Tell me what you love most about owning your own business. Cause it's definitely not all, you know, rainbows, <laughs> lots of hard days too, but what do you love the most about having a business that's your own? So I will say, you know, everyone will say the same things like flexibility, all of that. Um, the things that mean the most to me are really like the small things. Like today I had a girl message me and she's like, Hey, I just want to let you know that the earrings, I picked out earrings to go with her Easter dress. Like she bought the dress a couple weeks ago and then asked me to pick out earrings that would match. And so she kind of got on like sight unseen. And um, she was like, just pick them out and send them to me. And she sent me a picture and she was like, these are literally perfect. And so it's like those moments where I want my online presence to feel like if you were walking into my brick and mortar, I want it to have that same sense, right? Like that you and I would have that same relationship, even if I'm online, you know, but that Michelle could message me and say, like, girl, you hit it out of the park. I love this. And so I think that is probably my favorite thing about owning my business for sure. Yeah. The relationship side of it, which you're so good at. Yeah. So that's, yeah, fills your passion bucket. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a little person. I love it. And that's great. That's another, like you said, the flexibility. You can be around your kiddos when you need yes, to be. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So um, tell me if you'll, or share with us, if you will, maybe a couple big goals that you've set for yourself this year. Um, so my number one goal is, and I think I shared it with you um, at the, the thing in Dallas, our training in Dallas. Um, I want to know my numbers. And I want to actually know them. And so before I got on the call, I was working on a spreadsheet. And this is so not me. I am not a spreadsheet person. I am not a numbers person. And um, But I'm really watching my turn right now. And I'm really watching what categories are turning quicker than other categories and why. And then like, you know, kind of digging into that. So I would say my biggest goal is to really focus on the areas that I see growing and then how can I help the other areas? Is it pictures? Is it where it is on the website? Like I've just been trying to kind of like figure out the science behind, because like online selling is just like, in my opinion, just like a brick and mortar in the sense that where it falls on the page could also be like where the customer, like the stuff at the, the right. stuff at the page is not going to be seen, you know? So I am just trying to be more creative and looking at those things from a science perspective of like, okay, why is that number looking low? And like, do we need to reshoot it? Do I need to do a try on video? Like, what do I need to do to fix that? You know? Yeah. So that's really interesting. I think that's one thing that we work on a lot in, you know, touching it a little bit, people get a taste of it in the boutique collective, but in the workshop, in the mastermind that you're in really pushing you guys to be critical thinkers. That's a piece that I think is missing from a lot of small business ownership and, and specifically in the boutique space is right. we, we don't know how to critically think and constantly ask why. Right. Um, and it's, it's less exhausting to constantly be looking and asking why than to just wonder, to have like this big wonder of like, I wonder 
what, you know? Right. So I love that you mentioned the science piece of it, which sounds a little dry and scary, but it gets to be a bit of a game that we play yeah. with ourselves. And it's yeah. fun. It is. And it's interesting too, like just taking different ideas. I think that that leads me, you know, like different ideas from the girls in the boutique workshop have been great. Like $5, $10, $15 sales. Like that's a different customer than my customer who does mystery bags. It's so interesting. Like yeah. who's attracted to what and why, you know? Yeah. And so I think that that's been really helpful to me um, just to, and I'm kind of the person that's just like, okay, we'll try it. You know, like what is there to lose? So we'll just yep. try it. And you might hit it out of the park. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about um, being in the boutique workshop. What do you like the most about the boutique workshop? Probably. Well, I think that the first thing is, is that those are your people. So like, if you have a problem and I love that it's just like an open, like I can submit a question and immediately like people will start responding to the question. And I think that's so good because those are people that are in your shoes. And so whether it's like a question about return policies, like I had that the other day, like, okay, I have a friend that's returning all the time. What would y'all do? You know, just stuff like that, that is very good to hear, like, from another person's perspective and um and then just the ideas I mean I think there's some like I don't ever miss a call because I, I'll even watch like replays again just to hear because there's always some type of little nugget that I'm like you know what that's a good idea like yeah. I, sh I should try to do something with a nonprofit, or I mean just I'll be honest Sierra like the holiday stuff like this the holiday planning that we did yeah I've kind of like morphed that into first quarter and I yeah. I've done similar things that I did during that because it worked and so I'm like okay if the if the numbers show it's it's working I'm going to continue doing it you know yeah and so I think just the ideas and then just the community aspect of these are women that are doing the same thing whether they're giant or they're tiny like they're still so open to you know, giving, giving feedback or working, you know, with you to kind of come up with something that's, you know, specific for you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I really love that. Yeah. And I think to piggyback off that a little bit, um, I think the part that makes it even more valuable, the community is that everyone in there is also working on the same topic or subject. Yeah. So when they give you answers, it comes from a place of, the same learning that you're going through. So right. they're not giving you an answer that wouldn't jive with the other pieces that you're working on in your puzzle. Right. And so there's so much value to that feedback. It's not just random feedback from people you don't know or random feedback from people who are maybe treating their business as a hobby or they're not, they don't even care about the numbers, but it's like, they're all, they all care about the same thing. And so that feedback is even more valuable. Yeah. I would I've noticed agree. that. Like, I really think that there, I mean, and, and like I said, it's so nice to have just the variety of sizes and the variety of social sellers and people that just do pop-ups and people that do, you know, that have a brick and mortar. I think that that's a really like in, uh, invaluable thing is to have all of them because all of us yeah. have different ideas and different ways that we think of things, but you can always twist something to be your type, right? 
so I think I think that that is really really good yeah I enjoy watching you guys connect and I I love seeing the community happen yeah what's um the number one thing you've learned since being a member um hold on baby okay I'll come out there and see you in one second okay it's sticking off okay okay sorry (laughs) it's all good Um, this is a part of having the kids at home that it has been fun since COVID. Um, (laughs) so one thing that I've learned the most in the boutique workshop definitely is like, I would say the inventory course is still something that I would watch time and time again. Like, I think that has been mind blowing to me because I went from a person that was looking at fashion go as just like oh that's cute add to cart check out to like someone who's actually now looking at okay well I can buy from my vendors at a four dollar price and then do a gross margin you know like at a at a really like I can get a solid gross margin because it's just as cute as anything else I have you know and sell it for the same price as everything else or do like a mix. Um, and that's been, I think, eye-opening to me. Like buy low, sell high. You always hear that. But when you actually do it, it feels so good as a business owner to be like, I like I we did I did that, you know, yeah. like I actually like was smart with the way I spent, and now that money goes further and I can do things like texting campaigns or like email, I can, I can hire someone, even as a small, small boutique, you know, I can hire someone to do my emails, or, you know, whatever it is, I have the ability to do that, because I have more of a gross margin there, and I can spread out the money further. So that, like, is just, I'm telling you, it's a different Megan than who ran my original boutique, but it is, um, it's definitely something that I, I would tell every boutique owner like to take your courses. And I do like, if it comes up, I'm like, hello, Sierra, go, go to Sierra. (laughs) You're so kind. I love it. But it's fun to see your confidence just blooming so much and like, nope, I'm making, this is a good decision. I have facts behind it. I have thought it through, like just to live that gift and it's in and of itself gives so much calm to small business ownership. Right. And then also just knowing that you know, like I was also in this kind of place of always discounting. And so I think I trained my girls to always look for the discount and now just like creative ways of building that discount in. So like they, you know, like they're getting a discount, but like I am being smart with how I'm pricing it, you know? And I think that's something that, I mean, just the numbers alone, it's a totally different business because I'm actually watching like how long something take, you know, like right now I have a couple of Easter dresses that I'm like, okay, I need to redo these pictures because, you know, like we're getting into a new season where I need these yeah. to, to turn. Um, and so it's definitely, it's, I mean, your course has been awesome for me. So. Well, I love having you in there. You're in like everything you could possibly be in. I so I get to see you a lot. You know, one thing that I would say, you know, for anyone watching, that's, you know, thinking about the boutique workshop, or maybe you're in another group, or you're taking another course, wherever you're at in your learning, commit and stay dedicated to finishing and showing up. 
Yeah. And it doesn't have to be just my courses. Like if you're involved in anything, commit to showing up because Megan, you do a really good job of that. I have always noticed like, and you'll be working, you'll put it on mute. Sometimes you just listen and you don't, you know, you know, talk in the group, but you always show up or you watch the replay you comment, like you take it seriously. So I'm paying for this membership. I'm going to use it. (laughs) Well, yeah. And I think someone told me like how you do one thing is how you do everything, right? Like that's a really, like that quote to me is like how I've ran the business and and I want it to be like, if I'm going to do this at 3%, why am I paying for it? Like I might as well take all of the, like you put out so much um, stuff that we can look at. Like you, you give us all of the keys to learning. And so it's like, I, if I have downtime, I'm just listening to like old stuff. I mean, like I'm going back and I'm like, I'll put it on like a podcast and just be like, you know, over and doing orders. But I think there's so many nuggets of truth that I know I'm still learning. And I know I'll probably never, you know, we never, we always still learn, but I think it's just for boutique owners to have someone that has been there, done that, and you've been honest about the things you failed at, the things you've done great at. And I just think that is so good. It's relatable. It's, it's easy to understand. I mean, like I, again, I am not a math person like at all and I can get it. So I promise anyone that's listening, you can get it too, <laughs> but um, we make it, but yeah, it is really, it has been a blessing to me and just to feel like, you know, I'm not alone doing this and um there are women that are rooting for me and I'm rooting for them and it's just been it's been really good so awesome so give us a piece of advice one piece of advice that you'd have for other women that own their small own small business I would say and this is advice I'm trying to take myself is to just give yourself grace because there's so many things like I mean, I can be doing a reel, a TikTok, a Pinterest, a, and like there are so many things. And so I think just give yourself grace and knowing that sometimes it's going to be messy. Sometimes your kids are going to come into the podcast, you know, but like sometimes it's going to be messy, but just enjoy, like figure, remember why you enjoy it. That's the biggest thing I'm trying to tell myself, like when I get overwhelmed, because sometimes it can be a lot, like sometimes you can feel like, oh my gosh, like I have, I have an hour and I could do 50 things, but just give yourself grace, write down your list, brain dump it out and then go to town, you know? And like I said, the way you do one thing is how you're going to do everything. Oh, that's going to be my new quote that I'm going to tell my kids. I love that. Yeah. I'll preach to myself, but that's a great quote for teenagers too. The way you do one thing is the way you're going to do everything. It's very true. So true. So yeah, yeah, it's, um, it can be really tough, you know, owning a business is, is hard, but I think as long as you can get the right people in your sphere that help you become better. And, and also just, there are areas that we're all not good at. And like one of the areas I knew I wasn't good at is my numbers. So like, that was the best use of my money was to, to, to join you and to help you help me. You know, so I would say like, look at, like do a little introspective work and say like, look, these are areas I'm not great at. Like find your people to help you be better in those areas because it will help your business, you know? Oh, that's so So, good. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness, girl. We've <laughs> got like a lot of nuggets here. I don't want to stop talking to you. This is so much fun. It's been super fun. My goodness. Okay. So tell us where we can find you. We're going to put all of Megan's links in the show notes. Yeah. So her social handles, she does a fabulous job with her pictures. You're your model most yeah. often or always, yeah. um, but really great lighting um, just brings a lot of personality. So if you want some Instagram inspiration, that would be a good place to look. Um, and then your website. So tell us where we can find you. Um, so on Instagram, I'm at Kenley and Mal um, is my handle. And then um, website shop and um, And then on Facebook, we're Kenley and Mal um, VIP group is the okay. one I would suggest. That's the most active. We okay. do have a page and stuff, but it's kind of just, it, it's bleed through of Instagram. So okay. I would say the, um, but the group is probably the best like sense of the brand okay of who you are and what you're doing yeah of who we are of the relationships building of all that so um but yeah I do I do like Instagram so (laughs) I know it is fun to post pretty pictures it is I I do love it but my girls are definitely still on the Facebook so I'll be there (laughs) okay well we have all of it spelled out and put in the show notes for you guys so you can always go and just click and easily and then if you do go over to Instagram um, make sure to follow like as small business owners we need to help each other out with that so follow like Megan's picture save I know that that's the newest thing that Instagram's loving Um, yeah so let's give her some love because she gave us 30 minutes of her time today it was fun all right well thanks Megan I'll see you you know for the next zoom coaching call or wherever I see you next all right sounds good thanks Hey there, friend. Are you loving what you're learning here on the podcast? I hope you are. My goal is that each and every week I can give you a small, bite-sized, actionable step that you can take and implement in your business today. And if you're loving the way that I teach, you're liking what you're hearing, then I want to invite you to come on over and take a look at what courses and opportunities I have for boutique owners just like you. You can find all of my coaching opportunities at the boutique workshop.com. That's www.theboutiqueworkshop.com. Come on over, check it out, and see if there might be something else in the library that could really help you build your boutique. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember, that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.